Yes, people, welcome back to another TS Talks. I hope you're doing good, keeping safe. Now, a bit annoying, the whole AJ Fury, this thing's been dragging on for so long. And all now, it now where it looked like, you know, it's finally done, it don't look like it's done. Now it looks like it's completely, you know, hampered, to, to say the least. You know, he had all this talk back in the summer. Oh, you know, AJ and Fury have agreed on a deal and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And you're thinking, all right, fine, they've signed on something and, you know, the deal will be that it's 50-50 on the first fight and, you know, the winner will take 60-40 on the, on the, um, the rematch. You're thinking, all right, fine. Um, Joshua just needs to get through Pulev and, may- and maybe sort out the Usyk situation and see how it goes. Manages to kind of icing out the, you know, smoothing over the Usyk situation. Fights Pulev, mandatory defence. You know, brushes Pulev. And you're thinking, alright, cool. That was in December. So since December, you've had January, February, March, April. And I feel if Eddie could have spent like, yeah, two weeks here. Or, you know, we're this percent, we're this percent. And then, you know... You, over the weekend, you know, you see, well, then Monday comes, you see Fury like, yeah, you know, August the 14th, you're thinking, okay, cool. And then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, Wilders won this. I can't even say the word properly. But he won this, you know, this case, basically saying, and the judge basically ruled that, you know, him and Fury need to fight by September the 15th. I believe that's the day. And then Fury's come out and said, oh, you know, Wilder's asking for 20 million step aside. And um, Malik Scott, who's part of Wilder's training team, saying that, oh, we don't want step aside money. Like, we want Fury's blood. And the end of the day, as much as um, I found it odd that Wilder kind of went, went ghost following the rematch, the talk is that apparently he's been chasing this rematch since um, April 2020. If that's the case, then so be it. Uh, when I heard the talk about, oh, you know, there's a contract and it's expired, I was thinking, hmm, a bit weird in this day and age, you know, if things be like, oh, a contract it will expire on a rematch. Like, I can understand the whole thing of, you know, you have a certain period of time to, you know, want to have a rematch, but I'm not a lawyer, I'm not, I'm not a solicitor, I don't know all these things, but I did find that a bit strange. But what's even worse now is that, you know, there's been a whole venue booked for like, I think it's July the 24th by Bob Arum. So that to me means that deep down, these men knew there's a potential this AJ Fury fight would happen. That's why they let Eddie do all the legwork. You know, you had even John Fury say, oh, you know, oh, my son, my son might need a tune-up fight before this. And all that jazz. Because deep down, they, they all might know, oh, you know what, he might win this case here. And um, based on that, he's going to have to fight Wilder again. Now, to me, people might say, yeah, you know, no worry, Fury Fury moves to Wilder again and then we get the fight on. Potential, but it's two, I guess, again, it's another two top fights for each man um, before they potentially can get this, you know, this fight on. Um, I, I don't think the man in Saudi that is at Prince Khalid, I don't think the man's going to be happy about the whole situation. Um, I see Eddie doing an interview. Now, Eddie Hearn, that man there is, you know, positive, you know. Um, 
everything, like, you know, glasses, you know, half empty, sort of man, then man, they're positive to a T. When I saw his interview on the, on the Matchroom YouTube channel, I was like, yeah, they, them man there look de- deflated. And that's when I kind of knew, I was like, this guy is positive to a T. I'm all reading his um, relentless book at the moment and it's, it's motivational to me. So when I see him looking deflated, I'm like, damn. But it's like, you look at now, it's like, what? So what, AJ would probably have to fight Usyk to get that mandatory out of the way. AJ should beat Usyk, but, you know, there's no guarantee of it. Then, obviously, Fury's got to, you know, fight Wilder again. Obviously, both of Fury and Wilder have been inactive since they last fought each other and back in February 2020. But it's it's a thing of, you know, you know Fury can do the outboxing thing. You know Fury can probably come at him and bat him up. But everyone knows with Wilder, he has that one punch that can move man up. Everyone knows that. They even move man up. He has that one punch that can knock man out. Everybody knows that. And that's what everyone said about Wilder for a time. He's like, ah, oh, you know, boxing-wise, he might not be the best boxer. But he's got that power in that hand that will sleep, man. So, like, proper, like, like, proper, like, sleeping tablet, like, layman out. So, it's annoying, it's jarring. It was already annoying that he was thinking you're going to have some undisputed heavyweight fighting um, between two Brits and Saudi Arabia. But this is even worse now. Because this, if, if even if Fury wins now, like, is Eddie going to want to really do business with these lot now? Like... Bob Arum's kind of shown himself to kind of be a bit, you know, untrustworthy. Frank Warren, is, you don't really have much say in it, but he's just looked like, well, you know, what we're going to try to do is this. We're try. He's like, ah, man, you, look, you men look phony now. So it's annoying, it's jarring, but in a sense, you probably can't even knock Wilder for saying he wants 20 million step aside money. You hear all these talks, oh, you know, both the fighters are looking at a guaranteed 100 million purse. What, 100 million? Or whatever it is, when you potential to get 100 million, oh, man, give me 20, you man can fight. I'll fight the winner. Cool. But it is what it is, man. Um, and, you know, I see Frank saying these fingers like, yeah, until these things are signed and sealed, they're never done. And that, to me, is that, yeah, you kind of knew this, this thing can happen. And, you know, Frank Warren's had his, you know, um, stigma about him about being untrustworthy over the years and, and Bob Arum uh, there's certain things about that guy you just like you know he's getting on in age um, I see him do one interview the other week he was like oh he hasn't spoke to Eddie in like like a few weeks these times he spoke to Eddie like two three days before so um, he's not really fully there himself um, so yeah who knows well it's annoying um, for a while, day he, he's chilling. He's like, oh, I got, I got the fight. I, I, I've wanted, and you know, hopefully, I, I can correct, correct a wrong, and it all does kind of look like a proper tactical plan here. Because you think about it, they're meant to fight towards the back wall last year as the rematch. They couldn't do it because of crowds, or lack of crowds, or no crowds, etc. They weren't the money for it. 
now America seems to be you know more or less fully open up and or opening up properly and stuff. The potential to get a decent crowd in there and and make some decent money. So it does make um some sense still. So we just have to wait and see how it goes. Like I said, it's online for um us British boxing fans, but um hopefully um by the end of the week we'll have some update and news in regards to this. So yeah man, that's it from me on this one. Um obviously let me know your thoughts in the comment section below if you're listening on YouTube. If not, if you're listening on on any other platform, then hit me up on the Instagram at TS Talks underscore and I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.